pursuing or we are chasing or we are running down the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want you to know tonight that the reason why some of you are so discontented in your spirit, the reason why some of you thought you had it all away, but all of a sudden your life is starting to start to rock and reel, the reason why that you have been in a position and you feel like this is where God has been, I'm comfortable, everything is fine, the reason why God is beginning to shake you and cause you not to be able to sleep at night is because faith is calling you. And God wants you to follow faith to faith. And we start out with that salvation kind of faith. We're, we're new believers in Christ and we get saved and we utilize that faith and then God anoints us and God uses us for his glory. And we begin to get cleaned up in our spirit and our life begins to be brand new and perhaps we stop smoking and we stop drinking and a whole lot of things fall off of our life and, and we're at one level of faith. But then as we come to Sunday school, and as we come to church, and we hear the word of God, somebody tells us that we need to be filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And that will bring zeal and fire. And so then we have one level of faith, and our faith is now ushering us to move to another level of faith. Now when we get to the next level of faith, we brought the salvation faith with us. We're adding on to it. More faith because we pray and say, Lord, increase my faith. We heard the word of the Lord that comes to us, for the word of God says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so we begin to have a new sense of faith. And the next thing you know, now we're filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And that will bless it in fire. But I came tonight just to express to you something and to mess you up a little bit. And that is that as you're on your journey for Christ, and as you're walking this life of faith, and as you're going down life's way, you have come to salvation and you've come to one level, but now God wants to take you to another level. And can I get three, get three people real quick? I want to demonstrate something real quick and I'm about faith. Three people real quick. We're going to demonstrate faith. And going from faith to faith. Here's one. Give it a tool and we're going to be finished. Can I just move in the spirit tonight? Okay, God. Let's praise God for our bishop as he comes tonight. Let's give God a hand praise for our bishop. Bishop, turn and let it over. Praise God. We're moving from faith to faith. Now, this is the first level of faith, my salvation faith. And then what I did, turn this way, I'm going to look that way, you turn that way and look this way. Amen. You will face this way. Now, this is the first level of faith. Salvation. But then as I began to grow, as God calls me to grow, then I reached another level of faith. The next level of faith. Because the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And so then, after I went to this level of faith, God said, now you're comfortable now, you're saved, you're here with the Holy Ghost. Perhaps you have a ministry. Perhaps God is blessing you and he's using you. But now I've got to take you to another level. And so God says to us, now I want you to go to the next level. Now, but the only problem is, is that I cannot just walk to get to that level. It's, it's too far away to get to the next level. I can't just walk to get to it. What I have to do is take my salvation faith. And I have to take the Holy Ghost faith. And I have to take the deliverance faith. And I have to take the money faith. 
and the oxen shook it. And the hand of the Lord was pivoted against other, and God spoke him there for his error. And there he died by the heart of God. And David was displeased because the Lord had made a breach upon other. And he called the name of the place Perez Cutler to this day. And David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How shall the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him into the city of David. But David carried it aside into the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite. And the ark of the Lord contained in the house of Obed-Edom, the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to stand with David before the Lord. But you are God, and I know that you've already spoken a word into our hearts. You already blessed us in that you've spoken to us, and God, we increased our strength and our faith. And we thank you right now, God, that you let me proclaim your word. Let me decrease that you might increase, and you may preach it easy to me. In Jesus' name, amen. There's someone, and I, I, I must say, I've I, I changed bishop since I come back to Africa. I was in Africa with Bishop Kelly for almost three weeks. And uh, over there in Africa, they don't say neighbor because everybody is not your neighbor. They pay you look at the person next to you. So I'm going to pay you look at the person next to you. He might not be your neighbor. He probably should be your neighbor, Mr. Boyston, but he might not be your neighbor. We'll look at the person next to you and say these words. My payday, My payday. is on the way. Is on the way.
heart. And God knows that if he can trust you with your heart, and he can trust what's inside of you, and he can allow you to be blessed because he knows that whenever you're blessed, that you're going to bless somebody else. I must digress here for just a minute. I must tell you that when I was in Africa, I got a chance to see some people that are less fortunate than we are. Amen. We don't realize sometimes how blessed we are. We are. Yeah. Listen to Bishop Bobby Henderson last night when he spoke about the foreign field. And until you've been there, you just don't know. I heard about how poor people were, but until I saw people that had no shoes, until I saw people that were laying around and they just they, they couldn't get up. They didn't have anybody to pop them up. They just couldn't get up. We don't see all of the sick people in America because we have hospitals and we have hospices and we have people that help them out. But until you roll down the street and you see somebody with their legs turned all up underneath them and see them begging for bread and asking for, for just anything that they can get, you don't understand how blessed you are. Look at somebody tells you, you got favor, don't know. Well, I stop by the table. God knows what he's doing. He's working favor out in all of our lives in one way or another. God showed favor to Joseph, even though Joseph was not the one that would keep his mouth closed. Sometimes we don't know how to keep our mouth closed. Joseph did not know how to keep his mouth closed, but God knew that Joseph had potential inside of him. God knew that Joseph could see the vision that God had for him, and that he could control his house, and that he could do some things that down the line he could not do right now. And when God knows that you have favor or you have potential, he will show you favor in spite of your circumstances. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Samuel 6, 1 through 11 declares that there's a story tonight about favor. It talks a little bit about a young man who was an Edomite. Edomites were people of color. The Gittites, the Philistines, every time you see these people, they were people of color. I'm going to stop right here and preach and let you know that God has always blessed people of color. Yes. God had a blessing for us a long time ago, and the reason that we are here today is because God was looking out for black people. Yes. God was looking out for us when we didn't know enough to look out for ourselves. You could have been over in Africa where I saw a lot of other black folks, but God so ordained that you to be here in America. Amen. And I stop by to tell you that if God has given you favor, you need to give some back. Let us mind time to give some back. Give Well, this young man who was an Edomite by the name of Obed Edom. The Bible declares that Obed Edom was just a man like you and I. Yes. I sometimes like to preach a sermon that says God uses ordinary people. In other words, you don't have to have a whole lot of education for God to use Education will open doors and maybe some other doors will be shut in your face. It might get you in some places where you might not get a chance to get into, but I know God can use anybody because the same Bible that tells me that God used Paul with all his education tells me that he also used Peter with no education. So God uses whom he will. Only thing God's looking for is a willing vessel. The only thing he's looking for is somebody that will say to themselves, Hear my Lord, send me. Well, tonight I want to tell you about Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom stayed in his house. And I stopped by to tell you that you don't have to go running around looking to try and find a blessing. You don't have to go stabbing anybody in the back to try and get something from God. You don't have to go running somebody's name down to get something from God. But you can just learn how to live holy. Was a Levite. He was a good type, but he was also 
follow a Levite. He was one of the children of Israel that was assigned to watch over the ark. In other words, he knew what God's will was yes. for the ark. And so did Uzzah. Uzzah knew what the will was of God for the ark. And that's why I stopped by to tell you that you can't do things out of the will of God. Amen.
in the church of God in Christ. They used to talk about how good God was. Somebody said, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Somebody would sing a song so you don't know how I felt when I come out of the wilderness. I was leaning on the Lord. Then somebody said, keep on leaning.